episode of two girls and a mic. I'm telling you, when I'm holding this mic, I'm getting some feels. <laughs> anyway, I'm Miss She Talks, and this is my partner in Podding. Lala, Miss Lala, how how is everyone doing? Hope you're good. Welcome back. Welcome um, back. Eager to, to start the show. To season two. <laughs> Shut up. Don't let them know. Season two, episode seven. Okay. Yay. Episode seven. <laughs> Don't. You don't even know. You know what? The thing is, we have so many in and out jokes off mic that when you hear us laughing like this, you don't even, like, you can't even imagine. What's the joke? What's the joke? (laughs) Right. So it's Mm. season two, episode seven, and we're back for another round of chitter chatter and um, dissection of issues. So what are we talking about today, La? Uh, well, I just come back from Amsterdam, so I just want to shout out to everybody who ha- is, has been waiting for the longest amount of time for me to try some weed, because if you don't know, I don't actually smoke, <laughs> I don't really get the idea of smoking, of ingesting smoke, I just think it's gross, um, maybe tried weed once in my lifetime, so we went over there and for my cousin's birthday, who was really excited about the very prospect of me I'm excited. trying a little bit of weed, oh, so I was like, that. clearly I'm not going to ingest any smoke, because I was I said I don't do that but I will have some weed cake and I did and this is the thing I'm not too sure whether or not the effect on me had the the effect that she wanted right. I don't know if she wanted me bouncing off the walls right. I don't know if she wanted me like conked out or just laughing right. but because we had partied like the night before I was yeah. already tired anyway okay. so by the time I had the cake yeah I was just mellow what does the cake taste like first oh it's it chocolate cake like a, just and does yeah it just you can get like different flavors yeah different flavors so I had chocolate my other friend had some sort of um kind of like really nice vanilla sponge cake but would you if 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 you hadn't known would you have guessed oh this has got like a slight no you can't taste it at all it just tastes like regular regular um cake wow yeah so how exactly did you feel i just felt really just mellow and just and that's why a lot of people just smoke weed so they can just kind of de-stress and just feel totally relaxed but then again, as I said, because I was tired anyway, yeah. having the cake, I don't know if I was extra, extra. I was just cool. Yeah. Amsterdam's a really nice, cool place anyway. It's very chilled out. The people yeah. there are chilled. Yeah. Like the place that we where we stayed was absolutely beautiful. It's like right. the perfect picturesque place where you would probably want to raise a family. Is you know, it? there's kids riding everywhere on their bikes and stuff. It's very leafy green. The house is phenomenal. Like huge big bay windows, mm. which I would love to find out how much they actually cost. Because I'm thinking a house like that in London will probably be a million plus. Mm. I don't think it's that much. A million plus is not difficult to do in London. Yeah, really. exactly. Probably. Yeah. I'm saying the houses are huge. Right. So yeah, so we had a good old time. We went to this amazing restaurant called Mr. Porter, mm-hmm. which I think specializes in kind of different meat dishes and stuff like that. Mm. And um, it was inside the W Hotel there. Mm. So that was nice. And then we went to the supper club and just like listened to their version of R&B, which essentially R&B and hip hop, which is essentially kind of the the best hits of um, early noughties and 90s. Right. And then like top 40 classics which they probably they they go up for right like, the amount of times i heard 50 cent and job that kind of stuff like so, okay we're not just gonna play this then okay so yeah but it was nice like the dutch are nice people so yeah. i would definitely go back yeah i really want to go to amsterdam yeah 
your um, your stories looked good actually. Yeah, right. I definitely yeah. remember Amsterdam. One of my um, one of my cases that I did last year was had a Amsterdam side to it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and all, all of us in the case were like, yeah, we should have our case dinner in Amsterdam. But mm. um, yeah, no, I think I think like I'm gonna make that happen soon. And not just for like the weed cake. <laughs> I do want to try it as well. Definitely. Yeah, that you're gonna be weird. like, oh. Just yeah. taste like regular cake. <laughs> Honestly, I was really... You know when you bite into something, you're expecting some sort of explosion of a certain taste yeah. in your mouth. It That's what I was thinking. It didn't happen. It was just like, oh, this is regular okay. Cake. Which is quite dangerous because I'm a cake person. So if the cake tastes nice and it's chocolate cake, I could just be eating and eating and eating. So Do they have know, like strengths of cake or different yeah, strains? Yeah, get of... different strains. Oh, wow. um, I had a, I had a lolly as like. well. I think that lick off my cousin's head, that really, she, she was laughing and busting their jokes while she's on the lolly. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just like those normal, like, Yeah, going to the, yeah. Mate, again, they taste really nice. I had apple flavour, tasted like an apple-flavoured sweet so lolly. So no suggestion yeah. of any no. secret so, ingredient. Uh, yeah, so I couldn't say to you, oh, yeah, it tastes like oh, whatever, wow. whatever. It was just, oh, it's chocolate cake or it's right, a sweet. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, their edibles are good. Mm. yeah okay good stuff good stuff so yes yeah, so i'm back now in london where it's like weed free for me which is good <laughs> weed free. because um the job that i do i couldn't just be like relaxed and comatose i'd never yeah. leave my house so yeah but it was know. a nice experience yeah it was definitely i rec- recommend it so if you haven't been go to That's amsterdam me. yeah oh red, red light district as well that was funny mm. yeah that was interesting i might give that a pass though i don't yeah. know if um it was I interesting. I mean, just me. go just to see. And then once you've seen it, it's pretty much the same. And yeah. then disappear. Yeah. I mean, I just... I don't know. I don't know if... The, is there is there a, an exploitative edge to it? I don't know. Probably. That's it's a sex that, trade. So, yeah. yeah. So that's the bit that... I don't know if I want to just go and go. But I get what you mean. Because it's known for that. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, so... Yeah, it's kind of... You're not going to partake, but you're literally just going to see if yeah. it exists. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I would. I would probably mm. think of, have to think about it. But cool, cool stuff. So, you know, must be nice, La, being yeah. away from the weekend because I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, away. darling. <laughs> Can't help you. I've been here. Yeah, <laughs> working hard. Um, went to a great event yesterday. Mm. Um which was at um, Facebook in London. And it was an event titled um, Changing the Perception of Black Masculinity. Right. So it was a panel event, um, a great panel, in fact, of um, black men who are each in their own specific way challenging and, and seeking to change the perception of black masculinity so um that was really interesting and it was i really the the draw for me although i knew you know a couple of people on the panel shout outs to darwood um from dope black dads shout out to totes from um origin so i knew i knew them on the panel anyway but i have to confess the draw for me had been that um a particular author Mm. who i you know i really kind of respect his writings a guy called damon young um, people might know him um, as one of the founding um, people of the Very Smart Brothers um, blog site, which then turned into a web 
mm. site, which was then bought out by The Root. And so they currently, he, Damon Young, and his c- main co-writer, Panama Jackson, I say co-writer, they you know write separate things, um, now um, are positioned on The Root, which is a, a major kind of media and news site, black, well, although it's not black owned, but um, that's another story, kind right. of news site in the USA. Anyway, so um, it's really weird because, so Damon's written this book called What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Blacker. Mm. So it's a collection of essays um, about his black male experience um, growing up and you know living in the US, which is where he's from. And I kept saying to myself, I need to get that book, I need to get that book. But la, my, my, not only is my to buy book list extremely long, mm. but my have already bought, have not yet read a page <laughs> of book is equally long. It's <laughs> just massive. Like yeah. my book, I just buy them and then they're there and then I haven't started them. So um, I had held off. Um, but I really, really wanted to get his book. Anyway, I definitely really wanted to um, hear what this panel had to say. Definitely really wanted to um, hear what he had to say. So it's cool. Went down there. Great. Invited our guest who we had on the podcast last week, Basaya. Shout out to him. Mm. Um, thank you for coming on the podcast once again. And everyone who hasn't listened to that episode, episode six, which is all about Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, go ahead and listen to that. Um, anyhow, so he rolled through and they gave away free books basically they gave away Damon's book at the um, at the event so that was really great and I got mine signed and I'm really happy about it right it was, yeah, sounds it was, good yeah, it was definitely it was a good it was a good event and you know me love a bit of black masculinity <laughs> Not that that's why I went. Obviously, I went for the the, <laughs> the intellectual conversations, darling. Okay. But yeah, so that was cool. So did a bit of that, bit of socialising, and that brings us to where we are today. Cool. All right. So sounds like we both had a fun-filled weekend or last couple of days. So let's move on to um, the news of the day. The news of the day is... Um, Danny Baker, BBC Five presenter Danny Baker. Five Live. Five Live, sorry. And um, what else does he do? Is, it, is he a comedian? <laughs> yeah, I think he used to do comedy, but his comedy went a little bit way, a little bit too far. Um, very recently, he decided it would be a very good idea to post a picture of two grown adult white people holding the hands of a chimp that a chimp that was dressed up in an in a suit and the caption read oh i can't remember what the caption read but basically hang on let me put it up don't want to get this wrong now do we danny i mean your jokes are just he he ha ha hilarious yeah we just we love that so yeah hang on so royal baby leaves hospital is the caption of the picture so danny posted this in relation to the fact that um well he said it wasn't but yeah it is clearly it is um you know because at the same time prince harry and his missus Meghan markle can we call her that now what's her official title she's the duchess of sussex but she's now Meghan windsor yeah yeah. yeah, so they, they basically, they she's just given birth to their new baby boy, whose name is Archie, and obviously they had the press call, they introduced the baby, so as this was happening, literally maybe, what, a couple of 
couple of hours after that, that's when Danny decided to post that um, that photograph on his um, social media pages. And then, of course, big explosion. People were like, this is racist. And then he's more or less turning around and saying, we didn't say it's not. He was just justifying his actions. Yeah, he, I mean, he, 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 he posted the picture and I didn't see it when it was posted because, you know, I don't follow him. He's not even on my... Um, radar mm. as a presenter or at anything all. at all right now um funnily enough quick aside in primary school mm. um danny baker danny baker used to be a sort of co-host on this show called the six o'clock a six o'clock show yeah i remember hosted that by michael aspel or mm. michael aspen and he came to our primary school when harry was born yeah, no to talk way. about the, how the ironic. I know the irony, right? Wow. So anyhow, Did he have pictures then? Right. Mm. So he um so he posted this pic that you've just described and then he deleted it apparently. He said that people got in touch with him straight away and it then it was then that once they what, said the it penny him, he realized the connotation. Mm. So he deleted it. And um but he was obviously Twitter's too fast for that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. people who had already seen it and started retweeting it and taking him to task about it. And he was, you're right, he was quite dismissive mm. in the wake of it. He was saying, you know, he didn't see it as racist because his brain is not diseased in that way. So he didn't... So it's everybody else's fault. Yeah, so oh, it's, okay. It's, it's um, you know, it's, it's the people who are calling it out who are the problem because their brains must be diseased by his reasoning um, to see the picture in such a way. So... Danny Baker, big Millwall football supporter, mm. um, and I say that for obvious reasons, failed to see the the obvious connotation of him putting up a picture which shows a chimp in the role of the royal baby, mm. announcing the, the new royal baby, when the um, when Harry and Megan, who is a black woman or a, a biracial woman, have just announced the birth of their child who is mm. biracial mm. to all extents and purposes. He, di he, he did not, with his Millwall football supporting ass, see the connection between baby with black heritage and monkey, black monkey. Football chance, monkey. Mm. Black players, football chance, monkey. Black, baby. <laughs> this man who's been involved in football as a pundit for the longest amount of time, all of a sudden, that just went clean over his head and he just forgot. And he said that that needed to be pointed out to him before he saw oh, the connotations. Mm. Nobody's buying what he's trying yeah. to sell. So essentially, Twitter came for him. <laughs> With the quickness. Um, Somebody tweeted, so Danny Baker's out here trying to play the Hunger Games with black Twitter. Okay. <laughs> I saw let's, that. Let's go. I let's saw go. That. I saw that tweet. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, in the wake of that, he was then um, fired from his position on BBC Five Live. He then tweeted about that, saying that it was something like faux pompous yeah outrage. let me i've got it here let me read it out so firstly he says just got fired from at bbc five live for the record it was red source always 
Then his second tweet was, the call to fire me from at BBC Five Live was a masterclass of pompous faux gravity. Took a tone that said, I actually meant that ridiculous tweet and the BBC must uphold, blah, blah, blah. Literally threw me under the bus, could hear the suits, knees knocking. So he's, Fuck it, he's, he's saying that the BBC threw him under the bus. Yeah, exactly. So Did he's the, positioning himself as the victim. Though. Yeah. Okay. And then I think Sky was obviously reporting on the story and then he responds to that by saying, now Sky at the door would have used the same stupid pick for any royal birth or Boris Johnson kid or even one of my own. It's a funny image. Though, but have you though? Mm, though not of course in that context. Enormous mistake for sure. Um, grotesque. Anyway, here's to your Archie. Sorry mate. Hashtag Oscam. Hashtag Razor. I don't know what that means. Forget these hashtags. Yeah. No one cares. Right. No one cares. Danny. Yeah, but it's like you do something wrong, and then all of a sudden it's somebody else's fault. The BBC yeah. did the BBC tell you to do that? Yeah. I don't think they did. You know what the problem? You know what the problem is, right? He has fallen victim to. He's fallen victim to the the general malaise in this country of dealing with racism. Mm. So it's his complacency in part that has led him to the position that he's even putting up a tweet like that. He's, because even if he, okay, let's, I, I hate saying let's play devil's advocate because, you know, as I always say, the devil has enough advocates, but let's just say he didn't, he didn't, He's, let's just say he's not racist, okay? Mm -mm. Danny, we're going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You're not racist. But let's just look at it. I'm not racist, okay? I'm a black woman. Mm. I'm not racist. I'm not going to post mm -mm. anything monkey-like, anything primate-like to do with black people mm. because historic you know the history of that yeah you know what's going on even in today's world you're a football fan as i said before why do you think all those flipping morons make monkey chants when black players are on the pitch or mm. throw banana skins at them there's the obvious racial derogatory connection how are you how was it ever going to be funny? Mm -hmm. And therein lies what I'm going to call for the benefit of if we put aside if he, if he is or isn't racist, therein lies the complacency that you, it's the malaise, you guys, it's, it, forget about even if, if you are racist or you're not, you don't give a shit mm. about, the, about the effect of these kind of things. You don't give a shit about the, the, the sheer... Because it's just banter. Banter, isn't it? Like they, they yeah. like. Do, do, I, I don't even know if I'm making myself clear. It's like they literally have not taken themselves to a point where they understand that this stuff is offensive. They don't even care about the offense of it. So even if you're not, as you say, I've not got a racist bone in my body. <laughs> my two best mates are black. My auntie's got a black, got a black fella now. Do you know what I mean? Even when you go to, even when you're at that stage, what you haven't done is accepted, firstly, 
the humanity of black people so we're not just objects that you're you know your two best friends yeah. are black. and you haven't accepted that this stuff is effing offensive it cuts deep it has a historical basis and you just need to stop you haven't even thought of that in your head that's so even the argument of oh i'm not racist so i didn't mean it in a racist way it just doesn't fly it doesn't fly and for the record i'm glad he got sacked but i'm also annoyed that um it does seem to be one rule for one and mm. one rule for another because mm. as many of people have pointed out on twitter what happened when um alan sugar, alan sugar sent yeah. that sent that tweet likening the senegalese football team to street hawkers in 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 um european countries or some european countries what happened um why are and I, I, this is something i tweeted myself why is it that nigel farage is being given such a big platform in the media nowadays yep. when he's a straight up self-confessed racist and you see him out here on the BBC, mm. BBC Question Time, like he, like, like, like he's, he's anybody, like he's subletting, like he's subletting part of the studio, always on the show. So BBC, you got to keep that same energy, the same energy where you sacked Danny Baker with the quickness. You got to keep the same energy for all these racists that are coming out loud and proud and and doing all these microaggressions, macroaggressions, conducting themselves in ways where it you know it's by their fruits that you know them it's by their fruits that you know them and i'm sorry but danny baker had to go i'm glad he's gone with a quickness but i'm not i'm not over here doing star jumps about mm. it because he is he's like that he's like a, he's like a speck of grain he's like a grain of, of sand rather mm. in the problem that's festering in this country in terms of racism untackled racism racism is not just a product of nine of 2017 2018 2019 this is the product of unchecked racism from how long yeah 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 <laughs> Do you know what i mean Ah, unchecked is the word and that's the thing and now i think the pro the issue that maybe danny and people who think like danny have now is that they're being checked on it whereas they were never used to being checked on it mm. beforehand so for them this is normal this is like what do you mean mm. find me over this and what they actually mean is find me over this how come because i'm i've done many of things like this before mm. and it's only now now that we're in a we're at a really not even strange but we're at a very different time now where first of all black people we're just not having it anymore i remember i said that on yeah, one of these we're shows not, we're, we're absolutely moving not into yeah. a time where people are not here to explain to you we've told it. you this isn't right we're not having it we don't need to smile in your face and take the nonsense that you want to call oh it's just pc nonsense it's not mm. and this whole pc thing is kind of annoying me a little bit mm. because now it's like people are saying that um oh it's pc because we can't just say what, what we want to say anymore and it's like no what happened was before you the things that you were saying were never okay it's just mm. that you were given the space the time and the opportunity to always say it mm. so now you're not given that space now for you it's like well what do you mean and da, 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 da. Mm. what well, no like you said 
original. We're not having it anymore. We don't have to. Mm. So now it's like, now it's like they have to kind of look within themselves and kind of check themselves and understand that what you were saying before was always harmful. It's just that now mm. you're being we're, called we're out on it. And we're telling you. So if we're telling you, mm. you're supposed to take that in. So I kind of want to like shout out to um, Gina Yeshere. I'd love to have her on the show. She's available. Gina, we'd love to have you. Come down, man. Come chat to us. But yeah, she... Um, it's basically, she's just like, fuck Danny Baker and everything. So there's another, um, I think he's a comedian and he's a presenter. His name's Dara O'Brien. He's um, he's an Irish comedian. Oh, yeah, and I know him. Yeah, he basically tweeted today, what, Danny Baker got fired? Question mark. But he immediately apologised and deleted the tweet. I mean, literally, in the event of mistakenly causing offence, what else can you do? generally amazed by that so she responds to him and says mate you need to stop all <laughs> yeah mate you need to stop all the way fucking back on this one as a footy fan he would have known damn well the ape slash monkey connotation he took the pic wrote the caption and pressed send fuck him so then he responds to gina hey you i'm not gonna argue um gray areas and racism with Gray areas and gray areas and racism. She already with you, Gina. that that first tweet. Let me just pause you yeah. there. That first tweet. This is what I mean. You know, we need to get to a point where we're not even going to expend emotional but energy. This on is that. it. But I'm seeing all this. Oh, I can't believe it. He got sacked, mm. but he deleted it. But this, but that. Shut up. The thing is, Dara. in a regular working environment, gosh, yeah, if that was to happen, really and HR got wind of that, they'd be he'd be out of a job anyway. It's Absolutely. only because he's a, a notable person and somebody that, you know, people have grown up with and everything. Oh, Danny, he's, oh, that's he's really one of ours. Thing. He's blah, blah, blah. So he then goes on to say, um, um, I wouldn't be so crass. I just don't think Danny is some racist who did that, who did that deliberately, no oh, matter sure. how it came out. You say, fuck him. I say, forgive him. But we agree what we we agree on way more all the best then she's like you can forgive because you weren't called a monkey and an ape every day of your working life or chased by skinheads making ape noises he's an, he's not an idiot he How knew what the fuck he was people. doing and what he was posting and that's what it boils down to at the end of the day because you you're able to be dismissive of how black people feel and you're treating us like we're some kind of idiots, like we don't know what racism is and that we need you to explain it to us, which is hilarious and to me. And also then tell us when we should basically... Right, and oh, when we should be offended. Down, yeah, allow it. Don't right. be offended. Forgive now. It's okay. There, there. And that's, what I, that's exactly what I was referring to. Those tweets are actually a, a, a very good example mm. of the malaise that I was talking about, that complacency that we can just do you anyhow yeah. and hear it. Hit just it. get over it. Yes. It's fine. It's okay. Yes. Don't worry about it. Yes. No, you don't have to live with it, which yes, is why it's easy that. for you to say and that. you've never experienced right. it. You've never experienced it and nobody needs to come and start drawing any false equivalences mm. of, oh, well, this, this part of the, the community went through this. No, we're talking about out and out racism based on the color of our skin us being black people in this world. Mm. If you haven't experienced that, then don't start telling us how amazed you are at, at a reaction to actual it's weird it's racism. like it's actually like we're not allowed oh, to quite it, it kind of reminds me of um do you remember when the liam neeson thing kicked off and obviously 
you know, we're going to have a real visceral reaction to that because historically there have literally been people, black people that have been killed by white men who've decided to leave their houses and cause us harm by killing us because they just don't like the black in us. So for us, when we hear something like what Liam had to say for us to react in a certain way, it's completely normal. But yet we were being told that we're overreacting. Are you mad? Are you mad? Can you imagine if a black man was like, I'm just going to walk up and down these streets to find Looking any white person to, to kill. And then, you know, everyone's supposed to be okay with that. That's not cool. Mm. It's not cool. I'm going to have a reaction to it. I'm going to have one. And, by, and quite frankly, I'm allowed to have one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just... I'm, I'm just Imagine, yeah, it's just like, yeah, I was like, what? When I was reading it, you know, you have to go over something again. I was like, did he actually say that? What are you confused about? Imagine being only days old, Cheryl, days old, and already some grown, crusty looking, busted, unfunny, moronic fool decides to post a picture and compare you to a chimp. You're only, you're days old already. And this is it. And now, and then, and then, and then. Nah, man. Now put yourself in the sh- in in the shoes of the parents of that days old of that days old. <sighs> Megan and Harry boy to see, having to see that, and where you to someone point out to me mm. where and how that's funny. It's not days even old. even without. You know the reason why. <laughs> I don't even want to break it down. I'm spending too much um, <laughs> brain energy on this. But can I also tell you, as much as I say I'm disappointed by um, Dara Bring, I'm I'm disappointed in my disappointment because yeah, you should things, be used to this by yeah, now. Yeah, one I of get the things it. That I kind of keep saying to myself and almost kind of jeering in my mind at other people when I see them reacting to certain things online. I mean, I know we discuss some stuff here, but sometimes when you see people saying, oh, I'm shocked by this, and you just, you, you almost sort of sort of think, Tuh. like, what are you shocked for? Like, mm. you, you don't know that this is going on? So now, I, I'm now in a position, I guess, where I'm disappointed at my disappointment. I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked by Danny Baker. Yeah. This is it. I'm not I'm not shocked at Danny Baker. I'm, I'm not even shocked at Dara. C- I'm not I'm not shocked by that at all. I'm 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 I not shocked. I quite, I you like him. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I think I'm I get annoyed every time when we're told that we're overreacting yeah. when historically we've been saying that this isn't right for 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 forever and we've been largely ignored yeah. and then when it kind of the shit kind of hits the fan and it's yeah. like look this is what we're talking about and even when it's clearly staring everybody in the face you still want to be like well no because blah 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 we are telling you yeah. even i'm um, watching um jeremy vine on channel five today and they were talking about it even that kind of annoyed me because they all agreed it, it was racist and everything. Um, and there was this one woman that was saying, you know, because it is racist, but, you know, sometimes I do feel like, you know, again, she brought up the whole PC thing and saying that sometimes people can be quite, you know, oversensitive. But why are we talking about that if you've determined that this Yeah, exactly. Racist? And there's, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. You've already said the picture is racist, yeah, but at the so same time, you're, focus on you're still trying to dismiss the yeah, issue as yeah. us being oversensitive yeah. about it. And I just looked and I thought, 
idiot. Yeah, when and you then, position those two subjects together, yeah. one demeans the other. Exactly. Yeah. It's like that doesn't even need to be said. No, of course Either not. it's racist or it's not. Yeah. But the fact that you're trying you're trying to add that to it is that you're trying to just kind of dismiss it and not yeah. make it out as big as it as it is. And then um Jeremy was saying that, you know, he started off by saying that, you know, sometimes I think the people who are the ones that are being offended, we need to actually listen to them and, and just kind of keep quiet and just listen. I was like, okay, Jeremy, I'm with you. And then he was like, oh, you know, because um, the, the, you know, the girl, do you know who OT from um, Strictly Come Dancing? She's one of the dancers yeah. on there. And he was like, you know, cause she jumped on social media and she was obviously outraged about it. And you know, she doesn't really get involved in things like that. So I just think if somebody like her is actually saying it, then, you know, maybe we, sh we should listen. I'm like, why does it take for OT to be the one to jump on that she did? Because they don't recognize everyday black people. But this humanity. is it, it's just like, so if we're all safe, so OT didn't say anything, would you then think, oh... OT validates it for him. Yeah, exactly. That's what this is. OT's a, a black woman that he knows and recognises. Right, exactly. But and also, as well, as he pointed out, she doesn't get on social media to talk about things like this. Right. Meaning she's probably someone who's... I don't Obviously, I don't know her, but she's probably... She works for the BBC. I'm sure she sees a lot of things in regards to race, but obviously because of her position, you know you have to be quite careful in regards to what you're saying. So... When she saw this, it probably hit a nerve and she just thought, I'm going to say something. She said what she had to say. But then it just made me think so, that your so. Jeremy's probably thinking, oh, you know, because she just doesn't get involved in things like that. You don't know that. You don't know her thoughts and feelings on other things outside of this in regards to race. It's just that she hadn't been vocal about it. So this one time where she was vocal about it, all of a sudden now, oh yes, yes, yes. That's your barometer. Yeah, I just thought that is so weird. If something offends people. Just, just the whole thing is just nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. Imagine, but imagine that you are so muted and so blunt and so, so, so unable to 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 empathize with with another person's pain until until their pain is pointed out by one other representative mm. an inoffensive black woman yeah. that i i would call i would call she, she her but yeah what I mean. like, that's what and he was you like, can't, oh, yes, you can't on the face of it use your own mind to work out that what that pick plus that historical context but plus what's going on in the meantime because i remember they were talking about it and raheem sterling and they mm. were that other player and, and monkey chants and banana skins and yeah black people being likened to monkeys historically you can't use all of that and think nah that would hurt these people's feelings you gotta wait until OT. Oh no, OT's mm, tweeted about mm. it. Oh, there must be some validity in 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 this outrage that I'm I'm reading about. Yeah, yeah. What madness! <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, oh my god. So if something like this comes up Gosh. and OT, if something like this comes up in the future and OT doesn't say anything, does that mean it's not valid? It means he can't he can't read it. He doesn't have. That is he crazy. doesn't he, he doesn't. You know, there's no. There's that 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 human empathy yeah. is not there. 
that's what that means so that me. is mad i know don't it's wild it's wild that I'm is actually right now. oh my that's god wild but this is it this speaks to the pathology i wish jane elliott was here because she would break it down it speaks to the pathology of how white people see race and racism in that it's because it doesn't affect them in the same it affects them but not in the same way that it affects us as as black people as people of color mm. So when we're pointing it out to them in their world, it's like, no, no, no. Unless you're a white person that is wearing a, you know, a, a white robe and a white hood with two holes cut out in the eye area and running around burning across on people's lawns, then therefore it's not racist. Mm. Outside of that, it's just banter. And that's why I say that again, going right back again to what I said about this complacency that we have in Britain. Nobody's ever bothered to tackle. Yeah, you've passed, uh, you know, subsequent race relations acts and, and, and bollocks like that. You, you, nobody's ever sought to tackle, whether it be in, in the media, whether it be with proper reporting, journalistic reporting, whether it be in, in any kind of filmmaking or TV program making from an educational point of view, nobody's ever bothered to, and I, I, I'm talking about in, in, in white media, ever bothered to tackle mm. this idea of Britain as a racist nation. nation. I don't think they've ever seriously bothered to, to take it on board as, as, as a reality. Mm. So, so how are you going to have a, a country that is steeped in imperial rule and empire and think that racism doesn't exist and hasn't been literally historic, historically been bleeding its way through everything all, you know, Same. from parliament to Bird policies <laughs> to, to all of that. How are you going to have the history that this country has and think that racism doesn't play a huge role in, in any of that? you see what I said to you last week? Yeah. And when we were talking about it, I cannot, that's the point. I cannot believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that they believe that. I it's don't just, believe. I bananas. believe that they don't give a shit. And that's do you know how the empire started? About. Do you really know? Like honestly, white people, if you're confused, if you're really confused, the ones, the ones that aren't so like you know just not with it and just really don't understand it, just read your own history books. There's a whole bunch of museums in central London that you can go to, and it is staring you right point blank in the face. As you mentioned, Nigel Farage. This man, I think he was on Question Time just yesterday. I have to go back and watch that. Well, I've seen certain clips. I don't watch and Question Time anymore. It's just, I'm just like, what, what are you not seeing? There is something that is missing that you're either you're refusing to see or you really, you really just don't understand. No, they're refusing to see. So no, they're not even refusing to see. They see, but unless until it's tackled, until it's tackled root and branch, until we really sit down and start having really honest conversations and conversations which lack defensiveness and which really um come from a point of understanding of mm. you know the basics of what racism is that the you know we've talked about it again before on this show it's not just about name calling it's not just about the n-word it's about the structures it's about the systemic nature of it it's about it's it's historical it's 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 never ending to be honest with you 
you know we can talk about this for days it's yeah. in the justice system it's in the schooling system it's in our health system it's everywhere around us and we who feel it know it but why will you not come and sit down mm. come to the table and say right tell us about it and i think mm. the reason why is because the status quo is good for some people yeah but then it leads us into a position where people like Danny Baker get lulled into this mm. this this real but false sense of security where I don't even need to think about such consequences. Racism doesn't even, you know, mm. it exists, mm. but it doesn't even occur mm -mm. to them. Mm. They don't even know that yeah, that's Yeah, because apparently we're the ones with of. the diseased minds. Yeah. It's like, no, your mind has, has been diseased yeah. because you're the one that... you. So I, I was watching an interview and this woman, white lady actually said about the picture, he would have had to have gone to Google, typed in certain things in order for that image apparently to come up. Apparently he had a cache of, of pictures to do with, I think, did he say to do with chimps or to do just funny pictures and he just i don't know what his excuse yeah, was because none of it adds up it doesn't add honest. up at all and this other lady was like so what is that i don't understand what monkeys have to do with the royal family like what what do you mean like outside of the racist connotation what other connotation does it have what's what's, I mean. what's the relation and everyone's just standing around like mouths open no answers because there's only one correlation nobody don't want to say it <laughs> so it doesn't make it so like whose mind is diseased even that you've been facey with it as well you need to hold this L. Completely dismissive. Anyway, let's move on because we could talk about that arsehole for ever and a day and really don't want to. Well, let me say one thing as well. Let yeah. me just before we finish, um, you know when you say, you know, he needs to he needs to hold the L. The problem is, La, is it really going to be an L? Because, again, this mm. is the way the system is designed at the moment. So is it going to be an L that he becomes maybe, you know, he's part of the news cycle now that story is going to die down mm. and is it really going to be you know we've said again on this show i feel like mm. we're just we're just oracles out here because we've talked about teachable moments as well we're not we, well we can't i'd say as black people we can't take this on as a teachable moment because we know what it is yeah but have you seen anybody out there apart from talking about it as part of the news cycle oh can you believe it all their general outrage and mm -hmm. oh right now he's been fired and oh look at the tweets that he sent afterwards and this and that have you said has anyone really sat down to really tackle why in 2019 we are here in this position where presenters who should know better who do know better, feel able to send messages like that. Nobody's mm. tackled that. So that's what I'm saying. It does like it's it's about, mm. oh yeah, keeping taking the L, but is it really gonna be an L or is it just gonna be a new cycle and then we're just gonna move on and you know, maybe in about three months somebody else is gonna come and do something equally as offensive but it may get dealt with in a different way because it's not the royal family or it may get dealt with in a different way because you know there's too much money to, to at risk to sack this particular person do you know what i mean so is he really taking an l or is it just kind of going through the motions oh we need to be seen to be dealing with this problem 
we'll sack him for a bit, but he'll he'll still be absorbed back into the system soon enough. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I this is why I say I'm not really doing. I'm not really doing star jumps um, about this. I'm just kind of. I don't know where I'm at with it. I, I'm not. I'm not happy that he's sacked. I don't feel. I don't feel it's going to change anything at all. So. Yeah, we'll see. Watch this space. Let's All right, cool. Well, I'm sure we'll get another job in about six months or that's so. That's what I mean. <laughs> or less. Yeah. Anyway, so let us move on. Um, Aisha Curry, Steph Curry's wife. She was on the Red Table Talks, Jada Pinkett Smith's. Um, there's something magical about that Red Table. Yeah. And the way people just kind of open up. Open up. I'm yeah. like, Jada, do you understand what you've got here? Like, this is a gem, but she was on there with um, a couple of other um, um, well-known women, mm-hmm. probably more so well-known in the States. And she got, again, poor Aisha got into a little bit of trouble with what she said because mm-hmm. um, she made a comment about how she feels like she's kind of ignored and she kind of want, would like to have a little bit of male attention mm. come her way simply because her husband gets so much of it. Mm. So sometimes she feels like she's just a bit a back in, the, a, a little bit in the, in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, um, she says, I have zero, this sounds weird, but I, but like male attention. So hang on. So then I begin to, of course, sorry. I didn't really copy and paste this. Um, don't worry, I get so I get much. the gist of what she was saying that yeah. her husband gets a load of female attention. Yeah. And she says for the past ten years she hasn't really got any male attention. And she said that that in a way sometimes she wonders about herself, like, is she is she hot? Is she desirable? That kind of thing is what she was getting at. Yeah. And I didn't really understand the furore about it because I thought like I did. Yeah, I completely get where she's coming from. I understand from. what she's talking about. But yeah. Um, yeah okay fine so you understood what she was talking about and I was fine with it yeah however given what she has said she has said previously Mm. like previous comments she's kind of put herself on a bit of a pedestal right right and she's made this comment kind of backfire on her because right. previously she's been that type of woman who's like, well, if women dressed a little bit more modestly, yeah. you know, then they could get a man who treats them well. Or if women do this or if women do that. So she's, right, she's right, being right. criticized for being a little bit too judgmental okay. about certain women. Yeah. And she's always been that sort of type of person who has gone on record as saying that she actually doesn't want attention from other men right so right, now it's okay. like hang on a minute what, what what's going on here so okay. one minute you want you want attention and then yeah. the next minute no thank you yeah okay i did see i didn't know that but now as you're saying that it's ringing some bells of i t- i definitely know she'd tweeted something about modesty but i think she said that it was taken out of context she was saying oh she can't wait for when maybe covered up comes back into fashion but then she i think she then said oh i'm not being judgmental about people but i definitely think i also remember there being some kind of interpretation of what she said as being as being seeming to suggest that she doesn't want she's happy without attention from guys you know it's you know that kind of thing so now i see where 
that could lead to people calling her out. Mm. She's now sitting there bemoaning the fact that she doesn't have a turn. Okay, see, I didn't get that before. I didn't get it because my view was when she was saying it, I just kind of... I just empathized. I just knew what she must mean. Yeah, she, I knew what she meant, and it made it made utter sense. Like, yeah. and also as well, people forget that she's she's in a very visible relationship. She's yes. a, she's in a celebrity relationship. Yes. So the dynamics of her relationship to the ordinary relationship is going to be entirely different. Yeah. Imagine being with someone, and there's just girls every day at every given opportunity trying to throw themselves at him. All the time, all yeah. the time, all yeah. the time. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's going to play um, on your kind of like self-esteem a little bit. Anyway, it's going to anger you. It's going to play on you. She's an ordinary, no, she's an ordinary woman. Like yeah. I would probably react in the same way. Yeah. But the, I think the backlash comes from what she had, has literally said before and Get being it. highly critical of other women. I think she's been accused of groupie shaming and all of that right. kind of stuff. Get it. So now it's like, Aisha. So, yeah, it's interesting. Be careful what you wish for. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, also, I feel like um, she is... Maybe she's kind of damned if she does, damned if she doesn't. Because I certainly feel as though, you know, somebody in her position, she might tweet a regular kind of comment that you and I will have the luxury of maybe tweeting that nobody's really going to go for but then if she tweets it it's going to be like scrutinized deconstructed turned inside out Mm. people you know people are going to lend their philosophical minds to it so she's kind of in a position where it will lead to situations like this where maybe three or five years down the line you might be in a very different space and you might say something completely different and then people are now pulling you up on but what about when this. you said back yeah, in those yeah. days <laughs> that you so happy being the married woman? Now you're out here talking about, you know, you want you want um, male attention. So I think that's the difficulty with being a I don't want to call her a public figure because maybe it's her husband that's a public figure and mm. she's, you know, the no, wife. She, of she's a pub- quite a, a public I would say right okay yeah. so it's, it's cool for me to call her that so yeah that's the difficulty I guess then with being a public figure and kind of sharing your your viewpoints I suppose um on these public platforms because there's never any uh, let me not say never and, and be so um definitive about it but it's it's th- on these public platforms <laughs> it's difficult to find that room for growth for people to understand your own personal growth Mm. and your own personal journeys do you know what i mean so what a year ago i could have been saying oh man i like oh i hate i hate um i hate trainers all these trainers that are out and then two years down the line i'm like yo those balenciagas that look like socks then do you know what i mean people would be like oh but weren't you the girl there and i think it's just because they're balenciagas and do do you see what i'm saying Mm. but you you, we we can have those conversations like i might say oh i don't like i I really don't like this and then the next minute i'm like yo that artist always right Mm. and and i get away with it because i'm not a public figure and i just get to have these conversations or maybe even you have the freedom to change your mind whereas i should will get pulled up on it definitely so Mm. there's there's that as well but 
um, I think you're right about that red table talk though. I, I wish that was I wish that was my show. Can you imagine? I'm like, so come sit at my table, right? What's Open your problem? Up. Open up. Talking Talk about o- talking about opening up. Um, I want to shout out to Common, the rapper, mm. who oh, has yeah. just recently opened up about um, sexual abuse that he suffered, and I think it's in a book in a book that he's written and there is also another um black male and his name escapes me because he's not necessarily a public figure like common comes to my head because i know him as the rapper but there's also this this black male and i'm really sad that because we hadn't planned this part of the show so i'm just going off what things that i've seen on social media recently but there's another black male who is shining the light on black men who have suffered sexual sexual abuse Mm um and childhood sexual abuse um because it's something that's not often talked about sexual abuse in itself but then add the layer of the black community and i think we could admit that it's not always not it hasn't always been tackled well in the black community Mm. and then unfortunately sometimes there is and i don't want to you know i don't have the, the evidence or the stats for it but sometimes there is even another layer of um this being a hidden topic when it's happening to boys i think Mm. and one of the uh, so i heard this same um black male who's based in the uk talking about his project where i think he's brought together men um who have suffered abuse not just in this country but also abroad and they are being vocal about it and talking about it and i think he's Um, taken some of his experience and also put it in a book but one of the things that he spoke about when I heard him on the radio was that he was saying that um, when it had come out and he'd made I think it was like years later as an adult when he was talking to his mother about it that she didn't even and this is not in a way of being callous or, or being unconcerned but she didn't know it to be a thing of boys oh being God. abused. Are you being serious? You see, yeah. So like maybe maybe she, she was cognizant of you know protect your girls. Girls can be abused yeah, yeah. and all the rest of it. But she didn't know it to be a thing of boys being abused. Mm. So there's that as well that that has perhaps potentially led to um, you know I don't want to call it a unique suffering because I don't want any women who have suffered abuse to feel as though I'm kind of drawing a distinction, but just a different kind of experience maybe because boys may have, there may have been situations where nobody felt that they were in need of any kind of protection because they're boys, mm. you know, they're boys, they're, they're rough and tumble boys. That sort of thing doesn't happen to them. Um, so it's, it's an important subject. I'm glad that people like Common, who are very visible black men, are coming out and being able to talk about it. Because one thing you hope for is that other black men here abroad are then able to find ways to to, to talk about their experiences, to release that, no doubt, that trauma that is built up because of those kind of experiences and just to be able to heal so shout outs to common for talking about mm. it shout outs to this young black male whose name escapes me and i'm gonna make sure that i have it at some point 
even even if it's on the next show to give him a proper shout out and to um people who are living with the experience of abuse any kind of abuse keep your head up and we hope that you find ways to talk about it and release some of your your pain and your trauma as well Mm. so yeah um i just felt like that came out of what you were saying about i can't remember what triggered it but yeah shout outs to you all (laughs) (laughs) um what was i saying but yeah i mean going back to the aisha curry thing Mm -hmm. like do you think it is acceptable for a spouse to want to feel needed and wanted by other people I don't want to talk about it in terms of acceptable. I just Mm. want to say what's human nature. So the fact is, I think as human beings, we are all kind of, we're kind of communal, aren't we? We we kind of, you know, I feel feel that's when human beings thrive, when, you know, you, you love and you know that you are loved. You care and you know that you are cared for. And maybe another step of that is that you you desire and you know that you are desirable or you are desired Mm. and just looking at Aisha Curry's experience before before I kind of broaden my mind maybe onto other situations when you think about her and maybe the life that she leads I don't know but maybe she doesn't get to maybe she just doesn't get to like roll out, you know, maybe because she is very visible and a public figure, she doesn't just get to do what you and I could do, which is, Shez, do you want to go to this, mm. this party? Uh, them lots having a party. Do you want to just go to it? All right, yeah, let's meet you down there. Maybe for her, it's like, you know, as a mother as well, maybe she's always going out in terms of me as the mother, I'm taking my children out or, um, I'm surrounded by my husband's people because her husband's yeah, famous yeah. sports star. So maybe she doesn't have those day-to-day interactions that, you know, you can you can gain, rightly or wrongly, but you can gain a sense of yourself from because of the way you move in the world and the positions that you hold and the, you know, the experiences that you have outside of the home. So I'm not saying it's, acceptable but i'm not saying it's unacceptable mm-hmm. i'm not i'm just not using that definition i'm just saying it might be just human nature that mm. if she's always in the role of aisha curry steph's wife or riley or Dem's the mom, yeah. mom. <laughs> and i think they've been together since they were maybe 15 right so even adding that into the mix mm. where has she ever had that has, has she let me ask the question this way has she ever moved around in the world in a way that's allowed her to gain that sense of self via these little micro experiences that we have that kind of shape us that shape our knowledge of ourselves because mm. some of it comes from within yeah but some of it comes from external factors so maybe if she hasn't had that that's why she finds herself now at this time of her life kind of i don't want to say craving but kind of wanting that um so yeah, just talking about spouses or partners in general, again, I don't even want to say it's acceptable or not acceptable. You just have to, re- for me personally, I think it's human nature 
to want to know that you're still desirable, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a tipping point on it. Yeah, so I think if the you tipping go, point is if you act on it yeah. or if you entertain it. Yeah. Like somebody, you could be in a relationship and somebody outside of that relationship who maybe knows you has like kind of like have like not flirting with you but kind of like kind of like has an attraction to you which you're aware of but at the same time you kind of make it know that you know without hurting anyone's feelings or being horrible about it that you're with somebody yeah you should yeah. definitely not be attacked you know there's a there's a difference but start entertaining yeah that. exactly but you know that this person obviously likes you now whether or not you entertain it or not, I think for your ego, that's probably a nice feeling that that's somebody what I'm saying is saying, about the human I think thing. that you're an attractive person or right. is kind of expressing that kind of yeah. feeling towards you. And, and I think that's normal. Even if it's not like even expressing that they think you're physically attractive, like even if they think that you are somebody worthy of talking to or confiding in Mm. or spending time with that can help you that for some people may be a definition away from from what they've come to know themselves as which might be somebody's wife somebody just somebody's husband or somebody's dad or a father of two Mm. if you are now if you if you get the vibe that actually no I'm I'm also respected for the advice I'm able to give in to this person like that that does something for you. So I don't want to, again, I don't want to use the word acceptable or non-acceptable, but you're right. There's a tipping point mm. on it. And the tipping point is when you start to feed off that and actually... Just entertain it. And ent- yeah, yeah, entertain it is probably that the kind best of, word. It's funny because there are a lot of men who are responding to this and their whole standpoint is, oh, how can she, how can she feel any kind of way or want any kind of you know, um, I don't even know if validation is the right word, but any kind of um, attention from any other man other than Steph because he provides for her, he's got money, he, you know, he's faithful, he's this, he's that, all of the things that, you know, every, every spouse should be, like all the things. And it's like, no, you're not looking at what, she's trying to say like yeah. she's not saying he's a he's a bad person he's a it's bad dad about about, it's not about him. that it's, it's about, about her and how she's feeling yeah. and i'm sure obviously steph is probably very much in love with his wife and blood and i'm sure that she knows that but it's not about that it's about the fact that as we said before this is somebody who is in the public eye he's an athlete he's got money he has women throwing themselves at him all the time so as the, the partner who gets probably pushed to the side all the time. Imagine if you get pushed to the side, be you the wife or the husband all the mm. time. That is going to play on your self-esteem. Mm. I don't care how secure or how much your partner loves you. Mm. You will, it will, the little seeds of doubt are going to seep in every now and then. Mm. And it's got nothing to do with Steph, but it's got everything to do with her yeah. and how she's feeling. And, and let's that's reiterate it. that. That's what it, it's the people who are reacting in that way, like saying, oh, how could she when Steph does this and he's that? Like, they're so basic. Their mm. mind hasn't de- evolved to, <laughs> enough to have any critical thinking skills. It is simply not about Steph. Like, just cut Steph out. This is all about Aisha. Mm. This is all about how she feels, how she defines herself, how she feels within herself. And if you can't see that, 
your whole perspective is wet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe so you love her when she oh, fades man. to black. Because the men are really <laughs> like, like, they're really like, oh, because he prefers when, and that's, that's they, so their basic. mind is so like, doesn't even make I'm sense. giving you money or I'm giving you things, so therefore your mind should be shut off to anybody else who finds you even remotely attractive. Are you mad? It doesn't make any sense. Are you mad? If that was the case, then there would be no divorces in this world. That's just like There'd saying. There'd be no issues between, um, you know, relationships that seemingly are quite financially stable. And we all know that's a crock of shit and there are loads of issues. I just, even just the, 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 the reasons given, they don't even walk in a straight line to me. It's just <laughs> like no saying sense. like A, B, C, mm, D, 29, 27. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, like, that, that roll. right there, now that, that kind of issue, that's about them as men. And obviously men want to be the providers, which is, which is fine. But they think once they've kind of, you know, got down the, 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 the providing bit for the family that means that their partner will only ever be like only ever be interested in them no but the, but she is only interested but this in is Steph, it but, I'm saying, but in, in how all does that... aspects like totally ignore the fact that there are other men on the planet that might find her even remotely attractive but that's not even what she's talking about she's not talking about in reality other men she's talking about her esteem mm. And the only way to define it, she's all she's used is men and interest as a definer. Mm. It's not even about thinking about other men. She's she's literally talking. If if it were if it were cake that boosted her esteem, <laughs> she'd use the descriptor of oh, cake. cake. Yeah, but she's only using men because that's the definer because she's a hetero woman. Do you mm. see what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it's not even about recognizing that there are other men in the world this is why i'm saying that the the reasoning and the objection that these men are kind of bringing to it is basic basic yeah. in the extreme so i'll give you money man what else do you want <laughs> <laughs> that's literally it honest yeah, to god in that voice too. i paid i paid for your shoes man <laughs> Man. Like, no, for instance, okay, so there's, um, I've just gone onto Twitter and I've just typed in Aisha Curry. So this guy's tweeted, Aisha Curry is proof that no woman would ever be 100% satisfied, no matter how successful you become, no matter what you do for her, 100. That kind of, that really annoys me. I'm not in the mood for that kind of basic shit. But this is it. It's like, you really just don't. You don't get it. And, and, and the thing is, if, if that person is a living, whole, breathing adult, I'm not the person to try mm. to explain it to you, man. Like, seriously, that's too basic. And then somebody's wrote, what's worse is Steph Curry is now co-signing her behavior on Instagram. It's sad, bro. No way can I put up with this crappy behavior from a woman. That's some simp, simp shit. Listen to this person on Twitter. No way can you put up with this behavior from a woman. Can you even go out and even... Oh, don't laugh, because I'm going to start honestly, getting ab abusive to these dumbos. Mo yeah, most of these people, are, most of the ones that are uh, really upset about it are probably men who are huge basketball fans and just are just stupid. Right, moving on. Let's anyway. move on. Let's go into Shady Corner. They can Yay. all go into Shady Corner, those idiots, for yeah, starters. Yeah, right. Um... Is there anybody or anything that you'd like to put into Shady Corner? Um, do you know, can I just tell you what happened to me? So I was at um, London Bridge Station recently and I was sat in, um, did I ever tell you about this? Because I was just like, mm -hmm. what's wrong with some 
certain kind of men. So I was in London Bridge Station and I was um, talking to a friend of mine and I was about to get on the underground, but this conversation was, you know, it was juicy. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to cut off the conversation. So I went and I sat in, you know, they have those picture booths. Yeah. That you can take like the four pictures. So I just drew back the curtain and I was sitting there and then some lady came up and she said, oh, that she was, she was indicating oh, that she wants to use the machine. And I was like, okay, cool. So obviously I've got out, she's gone in. She's taken her picture. She's come out. She was like looking at the pictures. I was like looking at the pictures. We smiled at each other. Like I'm still on the phone yeah. chatting. So, you know, we're just communicating, but mainly with my eyes. And I smiled at her. Then she left. And I thought, oh, let me just sit down again. So I'm sitting down talking to my friends. This white man charges over. And it's like, he just walks over like that. And he stops with his kind of hands like that. Mm. And then he's looking at me. So I'm looking at him. <laughs> it's like that, that, that Puff Daddy meme. Yeah. Where Puffy and the black guy are just looking at each other like that. And the guy's looking like that. <laughs> so I'm looking at this man. This man's looking at me. I'm looking at this man. I said to my friends, there's a man standing in front of me. And he's mm. looking at me. I'm not quite sure what he's looking at me for. Do you know this man? He, he, then he said something like, oh, I won't bloody use it then. <laughs> what? Excuse you? <laughs> myself all that so many mad people out there all that energy when you could have just communicated to me in any kind of way <laughs> but you know what it was you know what it was his privileged thought that in in kind of bowling over like that yeah. and just standing in front of me looking at me and his hands being like that it would make you was my yeah. was my signal because of my position move. that he thinks i'm into him to jump up and I'm just i'm looking at him what's what's up bro <laughs> And then, well, I won't use it then. Well, I mean, you can use it if you just said so. Like, and then do you see? Oh. The baby goes out with the bath water. Yeah, yeah. Because you just can't even bring yourself to just be normal. Dude, shady corner. <laughs> oh, there's no one I've got to put directly into shady corner. I think we spoke about Danny Baker, all them people who are vexed at Aisha Curry. So the other brings people. in day shady corner at the moment. I'm yeah. just... You're disappointed. You know, yeah, Stupidness. Just, all right. On. So let's talk about people who are doing great stuff. So first Yay. of all, um, I didn't do this on the last show because we were talking about Game of Thrones for so long. Um, but I want to shout out to Black Ballad um, for um, featuring me on one of their latest... Um, Ooh. Pay, oh, one of their latest... Oh, sorry, articles, which is for um, fitness influencers. Right. I think there's me, there's Kalechi, there's... Um, oh, my God. There's so many other really great... Um, people on mm -hmm. there but if you get a chance just go go to their site and you can mm -hmm, load it mm -hmm. so it's just about me just talking about just all your fitness, fitness things journey. just yeah my fitness journey just fitness things related you know things like you know what's my you know, favorite exercise and what kind of advice do i give to people who are just trying to get into fitness right, and stuff okay. like that so that's so on black have they black got a ballad. site black ballad yeah dot uh, or dot uk oh god hang on a sec let me pull it up Sorry, guys, I've been and it's a bit. An actual, it's a written article, is it? It is indeed. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, so Black Ballad UK, they're on Twitter on at Black Ballad UK, and you actually have to register, which is really to get cool. the content. Yeah, cool. I'm so gonna cool. be doing so that. So do that, and then you'll see my wonderful advice that I've given on there. And then let's shout out to see Rihanna. Yeah, let me tell you, I keep I telling know. people. I've been saying it for years. I'm like, that is my sis. 
My actual Bajan sis. That girl there, she's doing bits. Everyone's been complaining that she hasn't released any new music um, recently, but because she's been busy. She's been busy. It's, Rihanna is quiet on she's the music. She's fashion, front. darling. You know she's doing something. Fashion. Last time she gave us all the makeup. She said, You want makeup? I got the colors. Let's do this. She mm. did it. We all went mad. We loved it. I, had a, I <laughs> bought the. Um, I'm telling you, I bought the, the, the Fenty Glow, Glow. Oh, what's the. Kind of like the blusher stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But. You only need to put the highlighter. Yeah, the tiniest amount. Trophy wife. Mm. I was like, that's me right there. Mm. She knew I was coming. That's why she named it like Uh, that. Put it on there. All now, like, the the, the actual um, compact. Mm. I've used it so many times, but it's not going down, (laughs) Sean. It's not. Because you only need my new amounts. I made the mistake of the first time putting it on. I really dig my brush in there. And I was like, whoa. I was shining for days at a time. (laughs) So I was like, you know what? Tech time. Take time, put a little bit on the cheeks, a little tiny bit on the nose, and I'm good to go. And every time I wear pictures, my face just lights up. And that is thanks to my good sis, Riri. And she's done it again. So now she's been um, announced as the first black woman to collab with LVMH to launch her own collection mm. of shoes and accessories called and Fenty um, Maison. Moe Hennessy. Yeah. She's big. So she's doing it Housing. big. So like we said, you thought Rihanna was quiet? No, no, no. My girl is... Signing them checks and you know creating her fortune and just and doing it's going to be an original line. It's not going to be a. It's yes. not going to be, for example, um, you know, um, Mark Jacobs when they um, they do like Louis a capsule collection, or, yeah. yeah, or this with that. It's going to be an original label mm. under that housing brands yeah so that is huge so yes shouts out to and fenty beauty is now exclusively in certain boot stores up and down around the country can i just say i'm like i love rihanna i checked the list i checked the list i saw brent cross he was happy i was happy (laughs) i have to go into central london which is fine i didn't make it to brixton but you know what that's it's surprising, okay. Though. That's surprising. It's not actually because the boots in Brixton isn't particularly um, huge. Oh, really? To be fair, yeah, okay. it would have been better if she was gonna bring it to Brixton, bring it to Morley's, Morley's depart- department right, store. Right, right, but right. obviously, because it's a boots thing, yeah, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So yeah, so never mind. Re was I was hoping, but it's fine. I don't mind going into Oxford Street to get my bits. Do you know the funny thing is, I'm gonna go Brent Cross tomorrow for for for. Uh, a number of reasons but I'm even wondering if it's going to be sold out I hope not because I just want to get something just to like have it because it's Rihanna it's <laughs> yeah. so um I love we it love that you feel that way about this show you know we yeah. just want to just, just have a piece of us because we're like Miss She Talks and I'm Miss telling Lana you works. Right. and this has been Two Girls in a Mic yeah man and we are we out of here man out. bye